Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 89th episode of the HSBG podcast. I'm your host, Educated Collins, and I'm here with my constant co-host, Shady Bunny. How you doing today? Overall, I'm well, Collins, but yeah, some some somber news today. Uh, where, how are you doing? Uh, I'm doing all right as well. Um, definitely, this is going to be... Uh, a feelings episode. I, I think, you know, we're going to get our emotions out. But overall, we still have the daily. How was your week? You know, how was your week, Shady Da Da Da? <laughs> so it's been, what, three days of the new patch? Yeah, it's I been think? three days. Of the yeah. So I guess we have a three day week for the purpose of this discussion. Right, right. Yeah. All right. Uh, my day one was like 12 hours but i didn't sleep a lot before so it just feels like just some haze of i played cards some games were won most of them were not and uh like the second day i slept and i was like oh wow i could actually like think and strategize and yeah that was that was very fun and i will say that there was a huge mindset meta shift for me uh, I don't think we'll be getting into the nitty gritty just yet, right? Because we got some meta discussion later on. But let's just say that um, the stuff I was playing on day one was not the stuff I was playing on day two and three. So uh, how about you? Well, I played the games. I won some. I lost some. Undeads were in every one of them. I, however, won some games without undead. So that was pretty cool. I was like, wait a minute. I can do this. Every game where Putricide was eight was a victory to me. Uh, that, that was a small mini mission I had <laughs> that killed the Putricide. Uh, well, now, now it's, you know, it's less so, but still, you know, it, it, they can still do some weird stuff. Um, yeah. But yeah, definitely you can feel the evolution. One, obviously, we're not going to go deep into stuff, but I definitely think there are some problematic non-undead cards that are not going to get addressed <laughs> completely <laughs> until, like, the undead's getting nerfed. And then, like, oh, they're like, well, this card is a problem. And then I'll be like, yes, it is. We knew that already, but you know, it's not going yeah, to get funny. touched. It's funny if we'll be talking about the same cards, I guess we will. Yeah. But, yeah. but stay tuned for that, guys. We'll, we'll keep the gameplay discussion for the second half of the program. Yeah, but this um, overall, this uh, podcast will be uh, deep diving into the announcement made for me yesterday for Shady, like he saw in the morning, uh, where um, they have revealed the 2023 esports plans. And I think it's good to just kind of read through it ourselves, discuss it, uh, see how it feels, right? I, I think me and Shady are coming from slightly different perspectives, where I'm definitely more, you know, competitor monetary driven like da, 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 like do i you know how how does this change me and then she's like oh you know content making sure you see other people and uh see the competitors and the great players from around the world that kind of thing and like competing in a high stakes tournament that kind of thing monetary value aside yeah, that kind of, so um definitely love to see our discussion and, and what we both think about uh, these new just kind of going to go over it. Are you ready for the 10th year of competitive Arsenal? This year is going to be a bit different from the previous few. Let's get into what's coming to Hearthstone Esports heading into the 2023 season. We've been 
evaluating the state of our competitive program the best format for it to take moving forward last fall we began thinking about settling hearthstone esports up for sustainability as it turns a decade old balancing the realities of the ever-changing production landscape studying the program according to its audience and finding the most direct path forward for players to compete even though the 2023 program is smaller this year is poised to bring Another exciting year of competitive Hearthstones with players from across the globe, except for China, showcasing their skills to earn prizing and join the Hall of Champions. This year, we're going to see a total of seven events, three Master Tour Seasonal Championships leading into the 2023 World Championship, as well as three standalone Battlegrounds, Lobby Legends tournaments, all broadcast on YouTube and Twitch. Qualifying for each event will take place through their respective lives across a three-month season each masters tour and lobby legends will feature 16 of the top six ladder players based on competitive points earned through monthly standings these top four point earners in each region will receive invites followed by the top four total point earners regardless of region that did not that had not yet received an invite so that's a lot to take in um i want to kind of rephrase and make it like a TLDR easy digestible. So yeah. Um 2023 program is gonna be smaller. They said that from the Franco. Uh in terms of com- uh constructed, they're gonna have three master tour uh championships and then a world championship. And for BGs, we're gonna have three standalone BG lobby legends tournaments all on Twitch and YouTube. And they're gonna be based on uh ladder play and the competitive points you've earned through monthly standing. So through the end of the month. You're going to get some points based on your standings at that month. And then those points will add up and that will determine how you make it into the, uh, the, the finals or the, the prize tournament. So any thoughts on that so far? Um, just looking at it, just uh, any, any thoughts before we go into the nitty gritty details, just like getting a smaller thing. It's only three, three tournaments of nine. Um, and it's only going to be for competitive play. It's hard, right? Because you kind of have to hear the whole thing before we start really discussing. So maybe it's it's best to like... Well, I mean, the initial take is that downsizing almost never feels good never and feels it's good, almost yeah. never a good sign. So I, I think that's the general... That's the initial take when you're, when you're asking me about what's the general feeling after, you know, that introduction. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you. I, I, I did um I did review this on the on my stream like right when it came out and I was just kind of like immediately responding to every sentence basically. <laughs> that kind of thing like, oh I read this and like, this is what yeah, it actually means. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, and it definitely felt that way where they were just kind of setting you up for disappointment, I guess, where each each um each sentence is really like, ah, you know, we, we have something, but it's not what you're used to, and it's it's going to be a little bit less than what you're expecting. Um, I do think, you know, we do have to kind of read the the, the whole qualifications before we yeah, yeah, yeah. get through it. So, I mean, I guess I, I could do that one, sure. Um, okay. So do you want to go over the point structure as well? Yeah, we can go over we... the point structure. So we'll, we'll talk about the implications of this, but um, essentially there, yeah. So the um, there was a tweet that announced that instead of top sixteen mattering, top one hundred would matter. Yeah. 
And, uh, you know, we'll talk about it afterwards. So the point structure right now is that if you're number one in your region, you receive eight points, two to five, seven points, six to ten, six points, 11 to 25 points, and then just drops down by one point every time. You have like 21 to 30, 31 to 40, 41 to 50, and then 51 to 100 for one point. So that is over a three-month period, as Collins said. And then after those three months, they total all your points and the top four per region qualify. And then the standalone four people that have the most points that weren't in that top four will also receive that. So I guess I'm not sure if theoretically they can all be from the same server. I guess probably it, not. Right? It, it's going to be not. very difficult for that to be the case, right? Because yeah, because it's just, just not enough points then, right? Because yeah. like other people qualified. So it's it's probably like um, two from one server and, and then, then the, you know, yeah, one, one. From the other, right? Exactly. So probably at, at most we'll see six players from the same region qualify. But yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll look at the details once we have the first uh, qualification behind us. <clears throat> so there'll be a January-March season. There'll be a April-June season and July-September. So that's the same thing every time. Three months of qualification, ladder, ladder, ladder. And then at the end of that three-month period, total the points and see which 16 players qualify. Each Lobby Legends event will still have a $50,000 prize pool. So the individual event did not get cut down, but we went from a um, $500,000 over 10 events to now uh, $150,000 over three events, I believe. It was over because, nine events because the last one was uh, Right. I think planned was 10 or yeah, so, but maybe. then with the China. Yeah, that's speculation. But yes, we did have nine events last year. That's correct. Um, now, there is a mention here that the total price pool is 500 USD, but that is um, about 500,000, but that is for Constructed as well, I believe, right? Yes, um, Constructed's World Championship will have a yeah, $500,000 exactly. So, So for Lobby Legends, we are just talking the, the 50,000 per, per tournament, yeah. and, and that's it. Um, and then there's some more F, uh, FAQ, but I'd say we discuss first and we can get yeah. into the FAQ yeah, later. Yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. Uh, <laughs> That's more like a treat at the end. <laughs> That's dessert. We could save that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, um, obviously, my initial reaction was this is pretty bad. Uh, but we did know, so we did know things were going to change. But we just didn't know exactly what the details are, um, what the qualifying period was, that kind of thing. So it, it always feels bad, like once again, when you go to human psychology, to take away something that people had. I always say that's a no-no ever, never do this. <laughs> never give some, somebody something and then take it away. Uh, it, it, it always... It sparks uh, visceral rage or, or so, or, or at least emotions. It sparks emotions for sure. So um, this is definitely, um, you know, a, an announcement that's not going to have positive reception, right? They, they're, especially competitive players, they're used to, you know, getting, you know, this type of prizing and being able to plan for that, this, this, this. And now um, really um, you can't, with good conscience, plan like oh, the, you know, I'll I'll participate in this tournament, and then, you know, if if it doesn't work out, it's fine. I'll just participate in that. <laughs> you know, that, yeah, you can't really do that uh, this year here because uh, the tournaments are so spread apart, 
and especially for constructed players, you're not you're not making any money the year until the end of the um the yeah. end of the year, right? So let you know, let's say you were like paying for rent, like this is a random example, right? But like you can't you can't be like, oh, there's a there's a championship at the end of the year, I'll just pay everything then, you know. <laughs> <laughs> eight eight players only that are in the money, I believe, right, right? Right, as well, and and the especially for constructed the, um, the pool of players that even get any pricing is so small, uh, compared to the pool of players that want to compete, right? Like only eight players making it in. For for lobby legends, you are getting sixteen players every three months. You're gonna end up with forty eight players, right? Obviously, there's gonna be repeats, so maybe like thirty players. For, Forty, you know, or so, but it's still higher than than constructed, where you're really getting just a very, very small pool of people who are getting good money, right? You're getting five hundred thousand, um, split among eight people essentially, right? Which is fifty fifty thousand. It's five hundred thousand. Oh, you're talking constructed for now. Constru- yeah, for okay. constructed. I thought yeah. you were. Uh, I thought yeah, of course. That's that's the real. Uh, yeah, but... I thought you were on the BGs. That, but yeah, they. It is such a. It's very volatile, I yeah, guess. It's very top heavy, uh. But but for BGs, as you said, right? It's 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 more. You get sixteen split among fifty thousand, uh. Which is more people. It's it's still just not a lot though, right? And you know, overall, it's just like not not great news, right? I think we can like. We can kind of skip over the constructed. Maybe we'll come back to it a little bit, right? But yeah, we're, we're a BG podcast, so let's just kind of focus on that. And it's just, it's just a little bit um, of a letdown, I guess. Where we've really only had BG esports for a year, right? Like it was just last year that was really when it started, yeah. and immediately it's getting like kicked in the face, <laughs> right? There, um, you got it essentially, yeah, yeah just... and. There's no, um, you know, I, I, I do, I do understand like the viewership wasn't like super great for, uh, for the tournament system. Like we, we were like, it, 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 it was nowhere compared to the heydays of Hearthstone, like, uh, years ago where you were getting hundred thousand concurrents right now. Now it's a little bit less and, um, but it's it's still bad to to have such a massive drop off from year to year, right? It's it's definitely not a good sign. Like even even if things were going badly, you don't cut it like this. You don't you don't just say, ah, let's just. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 not it's not um, heroes of the storm level treatment, right? Where they just kind of overnight cut everything, but it's still very telling for the future where. Um, you know what does this mean for 2024 and, and things like that but just the initial impression is just not very good yeah i mean there, there's a lot here right yeah, there's um, a lot here we just gotta get started i suppose and then we'll, we'll see where we end up so something that came to mind here um because there's there's a lot of angles you can you can take on this and like like okay it's for this reason it's for that reason so, I mean, the, the obvious one, like you mentioned, the viewership is less and it's most likely just not a good business decision for them to invest in the esports, or at least that's what it looks like from their, uh, from where they're standing. Something, right, that comes to mind for me here is that for me, it almost doesn't even matter too much how much money there is as just so disappointing 
at how bad the structure the is. The structures, yeah. You yeah. could really could, talk about that so true, right? The, for sure, we can do so much. I'm, I'm going to finish my thought okay. on this one, yeah, yeah. Because, and then we can pick it apart however we want to. So we can argue that they maybe came out of the gate a little bit too strong last year mm. because it felt a little wasted. I think even competitors were like, oh, I don't know, that's half a million dollars for this shit, right? <laughs> uh, so <laughs> because... It, it felt so underutilized, right? The qualifiers were not broadcast. Uh, like streamers could do it, but half an hour delay. There was no way to keep up with the score, no hype around it, no nothing. I think that was a general sentiment on the player base was, you guys are kind of wasting this money, right? Like, come on, like, like had we invested a little bit more time and effort and planning, this could have been a much more exciting experience. Instead... We said it many times on the podcast. It felt like just rush, 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 cut it down to 16 players, and then ship it. And like that whole journey, that whole qualification, that could have been so much more content, so much more value. Uh, had it been, you know, like I wouldn't even care if they took out some of the prize money right ahead of time and be like, okay, well, we were planning on doing this much prize money, but let's, you know, take out five grand or 10 grand, however much they need per production to say, okay, let's make it proper. Let's make sure, uh, you know, we have enough admins. Let's make sure we have proper coverage on the qualifiers. Let's make it so that we don't have to have half an hour delay or, you know, however they want to do it, like prevent the people from streaming, but then have a great, great main cast, like whatever. So that's, that's one thing. That's the foundation I want to lay, right. To talk about, because, um, we can absolutely argue that, that they, um, they came out of the gate a little bit too strong, a little bit too much money just thrown at it and said, come on, money, do something instead of, you know, setting it up a little bit better. But that can happen, right? Like you can make those decisions and say, okay, well, we're a little bit too rash. We, we, we rushed in without the proper preparation. And uh, now it suddenly doesn't look like it's a great business decision. I would be super thrilled if they just be honest about it and say, look, guys, the way it looks right now, we can't give you that much money. We just can't, the business decision, right? We can't do it. But we're going to take this 150,000 pool that they have right now. We're going to chunk it in much smaller bits, but we're going to give you awesome tournaments. We're going to give you a lot of cover. And honestly, you guys would be playing anyway. So just uh, let's, you know, we, we were speculating, right? About like the top 100 mattering and then getting these giga tournaments with lots of hype and excitement. And even if you play and it's the same structure where you got to make it all the way to the top 16 to be in the money, at least you were in that big tournament. You got to play against a lot of the big names. If you weren't like a super, super high level competitor, you qualified with top 100 that month or whatnot. Um, you know, we talked about how maybe there would be a seeding effect where let's say you, uh, you were top 16, you'd get like two buys or so at the start of that big tournament. And then, you know, the, the top 100 guy wouldn't get any buys and get worse seating, et cetera. Um, but none of that, right? So essentially that's that's what I would have loved to have seen. Did them just saying like, look, um, what we did didn't work. We threw a lot of money at this shit, too much money. And now we got to cut it down. 150,000 is our budget. Um, but we're going to give you guys a great experience. A yes, there's going to be a lot less prize money. But there's still going to be a nice bonus for you guys playing the game you love to play. Because, you know, winning one of these things would still, you know, be very nice, right? It would still be very nice to win that if you have to use that 150000 
split it into, I don't know, how much you have to do for, uh, like you could do it six tournaments, right? You could do like a two month qualification. Uh, you wouldn't have to be 10, you know, however, however thin you could stretch it and still have a reasonable cookie at the end, right, for the winner. <laughs> uh, that I would have loved. This really feels like a, well, we're just going to downsize and we're basically going to keep it somewhat the same system. I do really want to talk about the points, but I want to give it over to you first. Um, sort of like, you know, maybe talk about this a little bit more about how, you know, maybe it was a little bit too much, a bit too strong last year. And then, you know, this year, like such a drastic change. Yeah, I, I, I guess in terms of like how they have changed the competitive system, I guess it feels lazy if, if, if I were to put it into words where they had the, the, the final tournament, right? And they were happy with that product, but they weren't really happy with anything else. They're, they're just like, let's just have that final tournament. And like the rest of the whole qualifications doesn't really matter. Let's just get people there. Like, you yeah. know, somehow. Okay, we'll just, we'll just put it in ladder play. Uh, there's, no, there's no tournament play to get players. It's all just ladder, right? Like there's no... There's no other way for you to to make it in or to participate in any esports um, this year, except for the Master Stores. But like um, for BGs, right? It's only play ladder, play ladder well, play ladder a lot, uh, and and it 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 even stings because of how the way the point system sets up. It doesn't even feel particularly fair for this first month, and this first month's gonna be very important, right? So. It, yeah. it it's both lazy and then like not really respecting the players like you you gotta tell like first of all I, if this first month is this important you don't give them two weeks <laughs> to, to, to figure you know to grind this but then you tell them ahead of time as well like you know let them know like oh from the, from yeah. day one i really need to be like playing every day because this first month if you don't do well this first month you're kind of out of it for for uh for this first season and, and that's that's three months of the year um let's that's... let's also lay that out a little bit where um this is not going to be an isolated event there's going to be another mmr reset within the next uh three months as well within the next three month session as well right. and i doubt that that mmr reset will be clean at the start of the month oh i see what you're saying yeah I, this is not going to be like oh just the first one is scuffed Probably all of them are going to be all, all the first ones are going to be really like scary. so essentially, guys. Like because Collins and I have been thinking and talking about this already, uh, but to get a little bit in in our in our brains, right? And see how we think about this. So let, let's first look at the the point structure. Yeah, we have to talk about that. it's complete BS. You can delete <laughs> the whole second column. You can. Irrelevant. You really can. <laughs> And, and I'm really not like you can almost delete the rank 11 to 20 as well. But, you know, let's just, just delete the second column. And the only thing that matter is, matters is uh, rank 20 to rank 1. Uh -huh. And here's why. Essentially, we're talking if you want to have a likely qualification, top four, kind of top five, right? We talked about it. There's probably going to be one person one from each region. So let's just top five. So if you are not consistently within the top five of your region, you are not going to be qualifying. Uh -huh. And you may not be familiar with the leaderboards the way Collins and I are, but obviously when you grind this much for Lobby Legends, you keep track of that thing. You know which names are there. You know the dynamic. And rank one does not really drop out of the top five 
unless some serious shit is happening. But yeah. even if that would happen, like just gaining one point or two points is never going to offset just how many points that you uh, missed out on, right? Like it's just like it's it's never going to happen. Like you're never going to have the rank one stumble all the way to like the second page. Because yeah. that's sort of what would need to happen, right? Like that person would have to take so much damage that they'd be out of the running or, you know, one of the rank two to five. So that uh, that that club of top five players, they might switch a little bit in between each other. And maybe like number five drops to six, yeah. number four drops to seven, like maybe, maybe. maybe. But that's really about the extent. They're going to like move into the top 10, maybe. So you're talking about this very, very small group of players that are going to be eligible. Now, on top of that, uh, something Collins brings up is this two-week period we have right now. So Blizzard announced, like, hey, top 100 is going to matter. So they, they, I mean, they did say that you needed to play well in January. But see, the problem with, with the way how this is laid out is if you mess up one month, it's over. You have no chance. Like, if you are not at the very, 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 very minimum in the top 20, but very likely in the top 10, it is not relevant what you do in the two other months. And, and it's unlikely that you're just going to grab rank one as well, right? Like, <laughs> if, you, if you didn't have it right now, it's like, oh, you know, like, I'll just catch up by getting that one extra point by in first place. Let's be honest. That's, you know, that's not happening. <laughs> so um, what, what happens in these uh, very chaotic two weeks is you have a new meta, it's very imbalanced. There's going to be, it's a shit show at the first few days with Putricide doing some crazy shit, et cetera. Nobody knows what's going on. What does that incentivize? 24-hour streams, 24-hour grinding sessions. Because once you know what works, you exploit that to the max and you're just like farm, 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 farm. And you just pull ahead, pull ahead, pull ahead, pull ahead. So if you are, you have to be very good as well, of course. Yeah, this is right. not just play 24 hours as a noob. That's not going to work, right? You're talking the best in the world that are committed to playing like the, you know, 18 hours. Let's say, so let's say at minimum 18 hours. Session. Tyler. <laughs> yeah, like Tyler, Matsuri. Matsuri yeah, uh, those people. Sure. There's a lot of long sessions as well. So those players, they're they're eligible. And everyone else is not because you're not going to catch them within a two-week period. The ladder hasn't slowed down enough. It hasn't stabilized enough. So if for that two-week period, you aren't willing to go completely crazy, right? In a way, sacrifice your health a little bit and um, you know, clear your schedule and just say, I'm going to go insane on those first few days because it's all about exploiting the lack of knowledge <clears throat> on the other side. You're fighting a lot of people who haven't played as much as you. And you, because of your volume of games, you just learn, learn, learn. You get all the tips and tricks and you just exploit, 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 exploit. And you get this like insane point lead. And normally that doesn't really matter so much because the ladder stabilizes. Everybody gets to know what's strong and what's not. And the next month, all the other stronger players, they kind of catch up because you now no longer have that informational advantage. Your grinding session is actually going to probably be a little bit harmful because all that time you're going to like lose focus. And then once the points get a little bit more um, far away, right, from the rest, a loss is going to really hurt you. So like you probably don't want to be doing 24 hours. And then like at the end, you two top eights, you're like, oh, man, I messed up my session. Uh, but at the start, ah, one top eight doesn't fucking matter, right? You're like, 
8k internal like everyone else you get one first place that thing is gone expunged off the record so you can do that at the start you can just do volume and that that's really what we're talking about where this two-week period it's quite likely that that's going to be recurring because for this to not to recur the next qualification would have to fall um the next three months right the mmr reset would have to fall like at the start of the month right, and so we know that blizzard doesn't plan around that that would they, be they april 4th around. Yeah, that's yeah, the, exactly. That's the quickest they could do it, April 4th. And and it's possible, right? But it's still, as Collins mentioned, it's like it's a slap in the face that like you're going to do, you're going to have all this bad news. And then on top of that, you're going to say, by the way, this really, really exclusive thing, we're going to make it even more exclusive because only the top grinders are going to have a shot at the first two weeks. And if you don't do well in the first two weeks, you're eliminated for the next three months, essentially. Well, you know, the next two months. And that's just, that's a really crappy feeling that even though it was very unlikely, at least people that didn't play a ton but were still capable of getting into the top five, they now are also eliminated. And it's just the very, very, very skilled people that are also willing to put up an insane grind. Yeah, so that's that's why I said like just a little clarification uh, to the, bring people into our minds as to how uh, yeah how we think about that. Yeah, so basically, right? Like the grinders get this huge lead, and it, even if you're not a grinder, you have to you, you basically have to be a grinder because like if you get like rank twenty one, I would say you're out of it, right? Like you're like four points is not is not you can't catch up. Right, because let's say you you next next month you you get um you get second, right? Like you go from twenty one to second, right? You now have eleven points, right? The person that stayed in in like third place, he has fourteen. The person that stayed that was like sixth and sixth, he has more points than you. He has twelve points. You have eleven. So you're still behind all those players, essentially. Like anyone ranked ranked ten and up that stayed ranked ten and up above you, you you're behind all of those players. And you can't really catch up. Like the it's it's one point difference, right? Like you can't catch up. So just getting twenty, like just being ranked twenty one for the first month, you're already out of the running. Like realistically, because they're only pulling the top five people. Uh, essentially, it's top four, but it's sixteen people over three regions, right? And, if you look at the even, points, even then, right? Like you're 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 saying rank twenty one, you're out. Yeah, well, I would even say rank eleven. You're at a massive disadvantage. If you're rank eleven, you have to be rank one next next month. Like that's that's the problem Pretty too. Much, right? Yeah. yeah. But, so massive, massive disadvantage. So that's why I said like realistically, it's basically do you get top ten yeah. this two weeks? If you don't get top ten in the two weeks, your your chances are extremely slim. Yeah, I, I mean that's the like the realistic the realism answer like. Top twenty one doesn't matter. Top eleven doesn't matter either. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's really just top six, and but we if, have to call it as it is, right? And, yeah. and well, if top you're 10, top 10. well, top ten, right? So six to ten. Yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah. And if if you're top ten, you're you're still fighting for your life, right? Like you you oh, yeah. you have to make sure that you're you're moving up into the top six and staying there for the next the next two months, right? Because a lot of like. Like on on average, like realistically, what's gonna happen? T rank one is always gonna make it, right? Like, cause they're they're grinders, they're good, they're gonna stay. You know, you know, they'll they'll make sure they're 
they're our top ranked two, right? And then the rank two to the five, right? They're gonna they're gonna they're gonna be comfortable too. They're gonna make sure that they they stay there. Obviously, one of those people are gonna falter, right? Like yeah, or, or you know maybe maybe two if you're lucky, but one of those people are falter. And then one or two people that that are consistently ranked six to ten are gonna move up, and then take that that rank two to five spot. And then you're gonna get five players, like four of them were like rank rank one to five in the first month and then you're gonna get like one person that was ranked six to ten uh in that first month and then th that's where you're gonna get the five players basically so it it's really gonna be hard for someone that, that ended rank 11 in that first month to end up going into qualifiers uh it's the, the point structure doesn't really allow for it uh at all so it's just a very like a uh, limiting factor and especially since this first month is so important like if you do poorly in this first month you're kind of you're you're kind of done like there's no reason really to try if you're like you rank 30 if you're like rank 30 this first month you could give up like it, honestly like the the reality the reality of the situation is you're not going to recover uh and and overpass everyone except for four like or four people in in the next two months it, it's really not like even like let's say you get rank 31 right uh, and you get three points and the next two months you get you get first like legit legitimately you get first right you get 19 points overall right um as a total if 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 a person gets um you know second like fifth 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 sixth they beat you right even if they get like sixth sixth and then they were first the first month they beat you it, it, yeah, yeah. If, if they get six six and then they were second they tie with you right so it, it's it's rough you actually get in due to the tiebreaker since you got first twice in a row but like that that this this scenario is so rare <laughs> well, re realistically right after the first two weeks you're gonna have 10 maybe like 12 or 13 people that will still be trying right yeah. yeah or you know some people who might still try but have haven't done the math yet right but right. um you're gonna have about you know let's say 10 and then a few extras right that might say because essentially if you're not part of those first 10 in the first two weeks you kind of like gunning for rank one until they're covered mm -hmm. at one point yeah you have to. which is ridiculous but there's some people that can do that mm -hmm. so right so let's just say you have those 10 and then maybe xqn finishes 11th and he's like all right whatever you're gonna get the two yeah, first yeah, right, final right. i'll make it go happen uh so you know we'll, we'll throw in like two extra slots for those crazy crazy players um but that isn't that 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 is very depressing that after two weeks you've eliminated like essentially the whole all the player competition. Base, yeah it's, it's 12 12 people for the next two months and then over those over that next month, if any of those twelve have a bad month, they just drop off, and it's gonna be like for the for the last month, it's gonna be like seven people or eight people that are relevant for the MMR to be relevant at all, which is ridiculous to say that after yeah after after two weeks, you're gonna have twelve people for who MMR is relevant for everyone else. It's just a fucking number. Makes you feel good about it. And and that is true. That was true for a lot of people before this. But at least there was this idea of, man, if I have a really good month, I can sneak into the top 16, right? I've been top 50 and stuff. You still had way more people for who there was that dream, right? And and that is that is all you need. Like, and and I see this as well, right? Because I coach people, 
And some people take my coaching and they're like, okay, you know, I, I think I've got a shot, right? And, and they're actually very, very high ranked, very, very good players. And this feels so bad because I know that they look at this and they're like, what is the point, right? This is so damn exclusive that I cannot even begin to try. And, and that is depressing where before you have a player that was capable of getting into the top 50, that is within the realm of possibilities for them to sneak into the top 16 for one month, right? That was possible. Right. This is impossible. They do, well, I, mean, I don't want to say fully impossible because obviously you can hone your skills, keep practicing, keep training, but in two weeks, it's not possible. <laughs> so, right. So realistically speaking, they're, yeah. You're just eliminated and you've just shattered so many dreams. And, and that's that's the problem where, yeah, it was already exclusive, but at least there was hope for a lot of people. And that hope keeps them playing and trying and being Perfect. like, oh, man, yeah. it's so awesome. And I'm watching the streamers and I'm getting better. And right now you really cultivate that feeling of what is the point? I'm not going to be top five anyway. What is the point? Yeah, that so, is, yeah, that is not a good feeling. Yeah, and it, it really does feel bad because you thought a hundred, you thought a top one hundred mattered, like we did. Yeah, like, exactly. Right? You go in with the complete opposite idea. You go in thinking, "Oh, right, they're improving it. Right. They're, I mean, that makes sense, right? They're getting more experience. Last year was a bit exclusive. Right, right. now they're going to stretch it to top one hundred, and then you get this like gut punch where it's like, no, sorry, it's basically like the top five that matters." Top ten, sort of, top five mainly. <laughs> that's that's ridiculous. Yeah, but whatever. We we don't have to keep going on about that particular thing. But yeah, I I go back to my point at the very start. It's like it did not need to be this way. And I also want to make it very 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 clear that this is extremely likely something pushed purely from like maybe we don't want to call it management, right? But just whoever calls the shots in terms of budget. Because I know that there's a lot of passionate people right, of uh, working. Um, like, for instance, a bar, right, is sort of the the the, the person in, in charge, I guess, for a competitive, but not in charge of the budget. And at, at least that's the person we see on the videos and he's on Twitter and stuff. And he's I'm sure that when... Sure. Sorry? He's front-facing, like... He's the one you see. Yeah, exactly. He's the face, right? He's the face of competitive hearts. And we'll put it that way. Maybe not in charge, but the face of competitive hearts. Right? And I'm, I'm willing to bet that he had a lot of cool ideas about how to make it more enjoyable for the players. And that just gets shot down. It's like, no, keep it simple. Don't waste resources. I don't, you know, don't, you don't have to hire more casters or whatever to make this a better experience for people. Just cut it down, do three events all ladder no more qualification bullshit just you know like we can cut some costs there as well just make it as as qu quick as possible boom there we go and we'll we'll have it at uh, less than a third of the cost of last year and that's yeah that feels bad when you can just see that it's such a cold-hearted business decision that screws over so many people um yeah i mean usually i don't really speak out like that but this this just feels very bad. And the reason why it feels so bad is that it just didn't need to be this way. Because even from a pure, pure, pure monetary perspective, it just feels lazy. It feels like I, my suggestion at the start, you can cut down heavily on the price pool and still create a way better experience. 
are you going to get blowback for people saying like, oh, it was 50 grand last time. Now it's like, what, 15K? Sure, you can have many people like that. But at least there's going to be awesome tournaments. There's going to be an awesome circuit. And I bet overall you're going to catch a way wider net of people being interested in trying their hand at it if, let's say, the top 100 actually mattered. Let's say the top 100 did get in a fight and we get, you know, a big tournament like that. Uh, but instead, you know, again, very, very lazy, very just to the point, just cut as much as possible, just, you know, get to the top 16 immediately and broadcast that tournament. And that that makes me feel so scared for next year where the, 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 the logic here is we're going to make it more sustainable. It's essentially just like we want it to cost less money. That's a translation. Yeah, this this will continue is basically what that means. Yeah, yeah. Don't get your hopes up, essentially, right? So don't get your hopes up. We're we're trying to make it sustainable. We're cutting it down. We're downsizing. And yeah, it just feels like if if you if you had invested into it, uh, not just like money, but also just time and effort, and then making it this awesome circuit, like it could have bloomed and flourished and been this awesome thing that just enhanced the community, enhanced the game, and um, then, then it would have been able to grow, but now it was like this very abrupt start, very forced, very rushed. And then it's like, oh, well, that didn't work. Boom. There we go. Let's, yeah. let's cut as much as we can. We, we were thinking they were using this first year as like a testing period, yes. right? But it, 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 it feels like they were using it the final product and I was like, oh, it failed. Let's, <laughs> let's change it. Right. Let's downsize it. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, that costs us too much money. Let's do less money. Now. Yeah, and it, it doesn't feel like it, it. It was going in with the intention of like we're gonna test out how Lobby Legends is gonna, or how how things to how things will flow. Another thing I wanted to talk about was just like using the community um, to make events, right? So we have these, uh, you know, fifty thousand dollar prize pools. What if they cut out, like, just cut out a fifty dollar prize pool, put like ten k chunks and gave it to five community members to organize a tournament throughout the year, right? So yeah, the community members, 10K tournaments, 10K tournaments each, you have them work the production. Because I, I definitely think they're thinking the production is too expensive, right, to, to uh, continue, right? Because it is expensive making the production and everything, right? But if you have the community members, like, organize these tournaments, I'm sure <laughs> they could do a very a very good job with the budget that you give them. So it's... It, there's a lot of community people that love casting, that love, you know, setting up these tournaments. We had these tournaments last year, Oleg, you know, Salissa, you know, even ourselves, right? We've done tournaments of that, that caliber. And just, like, giving them the opportunity to be like, okay, you guys have a budget now. You know, make make a tournament. Go, 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 go flesh cool. it out. Yeah. And it would be, yeah, it would be really cool to just, like, oh, you know, Salissa's tournament's coming up, sponsored by Blizzard, let's go, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, but... But now we just have this like somber feeling of like ah they don't really they don't really want to help <laughs> they just want to get these things out of the way. Um, I I do think um, like as you were talking about Avar, I'm sure he pushed, and that's why we have something at all. You know what I mean? Like that's I very could, like me. I could, <laughs> that is, like, I could I could very easily see we have nothing. Like <laughs> he's just like. The, He's just like talking and they're just like, well, we'll just cut it all together. What's the big deal? It's like, no, you can't do that. You can't do that. Right? So, yeah, uh, like I obviously we don't know what's going on and that's 100% speculation, but it doesn't seem, you know, out of the realm of the possible that 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 was the case where there was even some 
some thoughts of just cutting it all together. I was like, all right, well, let's keep something. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, once again, I don't want to speculate too right, much. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, we, we, we just have to go on what, what we were given. Right? We, we work with what we were given, essentially. And it, it's just um, it's just a sad feeling, a sad thing. I, I don't think you're going to have too many people focused on competing. There, there's obviously going to be the grinders, but I, I think for a lot of players uh, that were competitive, it's, it's hard to look at this and, and feel hopeful. It was already exclusive last year, or not exclusive. It was already difficult last year. Quite, I think exclusive is a par- fairly good word. Like with top sixteen, that's fairly exclusive, right? If you look at the player base. But yeah, the, we need a different word for this one. This is extremely exclusive. <laughs> and yeah, and, and it's even worse this year. And I, I can't believe you found a way to make it more exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> I really yeah. can't believe it, it was well, so but, rough. But, I still think that last year's circuit was awesome, right? Like, just from nothing to that, like, blew my mind, right? right. Awesome, awesome. But, yes, in, in terms of the uh, inaccessibility for, for the majority of players, yeah, they, they definitely found a way to make it worse. <laughs> and overall, right? Overall worse. But I, I just don't want to make it seem like, oh, last year was shit and you found a way to make it worse. I don't think that's fair. No, no. I, I had a great time last year. Even though I didn't make it to any of the final events, I was, and this is exactly what I'm talking about, right? I was engaged the for pretty year. much the whole year. Yeah. And I didn't make it to any of the final 16s. I made it to some, I made it to some qualifiers. I made it to round two in the qualifiers. But I never made it into the money. But my experience is drastically different. That's what I'm talking about. There was hope, right? There was a chance. There was hope. Right now, there's no hope. There's no chance. And that that drastically warps my experience throughout the whole year. And, you know, there's many other people who are probably going to feel similar. Whereas in the previous system, there was hope. There was a chance. You could try. You didn't make it that month. You could come back strong next month. Now, you don't get top 10 in the first two weeks. It's over. It's over, yeah insane and and then with the prospect that it's very likely to repeat that clown fiesta with the next reset if the reset doesn't happen at the very very beginning of the month because then again you're this is grind fest with a new you know we're talking mmr reset that's like hey buddies are back or something crazy yeah, yeah. it's always gonna and come then, with a different yeah, meta they... absolutely gotta learn gotta learn gotta learn and then again right that information advantage is so crucial so it's the people that are willing to do the 24-hour shit that are getting a huge lead, and then you're not going to be able to push them out of the top ten, and this, this the whole confiance uh, like, just repeats itself, and yeah, just very, very uh, demoralizing. Yeah, and, and even me, right? You said like you never made it to the finals. I did make it to the finals, right? Like, and I participated yeah. like most of the qualifier, and even I look at this, and I'm like, this this doesn't look like it's for me. <laughs> You know, the, the effort <laughs> you've been rank one of the ladder right like i do well right i haven't been rank one i've been top five uh finished the season top seven right so it's it's crazy that i was already looking at myself and i was like this isn't for me but then coming from you who've been rank one multiple times been in the top 16 of lobby legends multiple times top eight as well i believe one time yeah yeah advanced to the second day i remember that i think that was the very first one you're like oh played like shit didn't do better (laughs) and then i remember that your expectations shifted and you're like you know what i'm pretty glad i made it to day two that one time (laughs) (laughs) but even you are like yeah this shit is probably not for me which is insane that like they actually like 
like you know there's this term like pricing someone out of something right you make it too expensive right like they they priced you out of this tournament like in terms of how many hours you'd have to invest okay. from a multiple time rank one player multiple time lobby legends competitor like you you look at this and you're just like yeah this is probably too much it's absolutely insane <sighs> And that's so sad. <laughs> I'm I'm so yeah. sad that that's that's the case, right? Where I look at this and I'm like, ah, uh, no, I I don't think this makes a lot of sense, uh, from uh, effort and 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 value standpoint. So it's really just a a rough go at it how they've they've done this. And and I and I really do think, like, the the. The money could have been used better, I guess. Like, uh, like yeah. I, I would say, like, like maybe the first year, like the money was not used in a in a, you know for production and promotion, like as it should have been. But like with that knowledge, where you're like, okay, the production could have been, you know, could have spent more here, could have spent more in promotion, we could have spent more time with the players, giving them, um, you know, characters, giving them interviews where you could, you know, post this out, promote this, da da da. da. Like I, I thought you could learn from that, see the mistakes, and then like improve onto the second year. But it really feels like okay, what worked? The finals. Let's cut everything else out. Like the, that's really the conclusion. At least yeah. maybe not the um, the designers or the esports managers, but like the the higher ups who were who were in the meetings or whatever. Like that's the conclusion they came up with. And it's really just hard to you know sit through this and be like ah this this is a great you know day for hearthstone and and it it sucks because like as bg players we're we're complaining but then i always think back to the other two groups right the constructed players right where it's so bad it's so rough they don't get any money for the masters tours and you complete the masters tours you make it there and only the the winner gets any compensation only the winner no one else in that whole tournament makes any compensation which is just like so rough it's also a smaller pool it's not these huge lands i believe there's only 16 players who are, are going into those right and, and there's those used to be like 128 players uh before so they've they're cutting that down as well um but that's one group and the other group is the china players right like it's so rough um as as um if you look at the faq right they can't compete yeah. at all um, yeah, that's 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 the NetEase agreement, right? Um, not being able to. That, like, I, I want. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Before we continue right. on, I just want to really even. I just want to come back to it and say that we we talked about how last year felt like the the money wasn't put to good use, right. like a little bit too too rushed, too too much. Like, okay, let's just dump a shit ton of money in price support and. You know, it will magically yeah, the generate will create itself. It will just magically be there and everything will fall into place because we threw money at it. And like, I would have been, and, and I think almost like most people, right? Like, it shows character to say, like, you know what? We made a mistake. And because of that mistake, we're going to have to cut back. We can't throw this much money at it this year. We did it wrong last year, right? We went in too heavy, didn't get the results we uh, wanted. But we don't want to kill off competitive. So here we are with a plan to start small and to really show you guys that we're capable of setting up the circuit and that we care. And it's going to be on a budget. So yeah, no huge flashy price pools. But the people that do want to play, they'll have a chance and it'll be a good experience. And like that would have been like, imagine the difference in messaging 
where that is your message, where you say, we messed up, we take responsibility, we're going to do better. And because we're going to do better now, we're going to have a chance for it to be even better in the future. That's how that's, that's so good. (laughs) Exactly. Right. Like companies in general don't really do that. Yeah. And that like this whole post, it's just so disingenuous when you read it. Like the light, it's, it's so like, like, it's like it's smiling at you, like, ah, we're doing the best we can. We're killing you. Great for the future. And it's like, it's just like downsizing. It's like a sustainability. And it's like all this term. It's just like, it's, we talked about it. It's a shit sandwich. You just have to eat a shit sandwich when you read this post. And yeah, it, it's whatever. Uh, that's that's going to be the last I say on, on that. Um, you want to talk but... about the FAQ? Yeah, that one is a treat. <laughs> that that's basically the language there is even better. I, I you you know that the person who wrote this is bad <laughs> when it came to the FAQ. <laughs> you can tell that they. I I can't even believe some of the questions they put into this. Yes, I agree. I I think if if think if there was a lawyer present, he would have said like, "Do not type that." <laughs> Do not. You have the right to remain silent. Do not type that shit. Uh, but yeah, this this indeed uh, it baffles me. But this FAQ was was uh, posted. So yeah, let's let's go over some of the. Uh, all right. Yeah, we'll, we'll just go down the line. Will there be drops in this year's broadcast? I love that. That's the first one. Yes, yes, there'll be drops. Hey guys, first question: Will there be drops? Who? No one is thinking about that. Exactly right. <laughs> like the burning question on everyone's mind. And here, let's throw some positivity of you. The drops will be there. Ooh. Yes. Uh, now, to be honest. I am not really in touch with most casuals. And maybe, honestly, that is like the most important question for most people. So, you know, maybe, who knows? So, benefit of the doubt. There you go, the next one. All right. Um, will there be regionalized broadcasts? So, currently, there are no plans to reduce regionalized broadcasts. And, and I've seen some Twitter, like some other broadcasts say, oh, this is my last year doing regionalized broadcasts due to this message. So, it looks like they're just not having regionalized broadcasts. So, it looks like there's only going to be an English broadcast and nothing else. And that seems pretty rough for the broadcasters, right? It fits into their downsizing plans, right? Less production costs, da 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 But it still really sucks um, to hear that news, right? Like, let's say you're a Spanish-speaking player, and yeah. this is how you get your, your esports information just being open. You don't care about you anymore is is really a slap in the face like i don't i don't know how you can do this <laughs> realistically but um that's something they they did uh come to the conclusion to do um how come there's only three battlegrounds lobby legend tournaments we want to focus on one main battlegrounds event per expansion and that that is fine but you're cutting down the pricing right like that that's not even mentioned right like oh the pricing is is being cut down right like focusing on one main battlegrounds event per expansion isn't like that bad but i mean it's i think it's it's just a reason but like what's the reason behind the reason it's like why why do you want to do that why do you want to take away events right it's like we want to focus on one main battlegrounds events per expansion because because (laughs) because And there's like there's nothing there. It's just like we want to make it smaller, basically, right? Like so that's what I mean with like disingenuous. It's like we want to focus on one main event per special. It's like okay, but, but, but why? Like I, that's not I, the question. I definitely that. get the the feeling that the person 
that asked the questions were not was not the person that answered the question <laughs> at all. Like the the it, yeah. it like Avar could be like these are the questions you need to ask. <laughs> and the dude is like I guess <laughs> put this down because it it definitely like how can you ask this question and then give this answer? Like it it doesn't really feel like they're the same. Person really, really talking here. Like, there's just some words there to fill that space. That's what it feels like. Yeah. Like, we need to put some words there to fill that space. There we go. Words have been placed, <laughs> but the question is not answered. Yeah. Um, same thing. How can the how come the three masters events don't have any prize pool? That's a really good question. Like, because oh, one something I want to talk about was the the prize difference from last year. Right. Like how how much things have dropped. So right now, I actually had a link to the um, last year's uh, last year's esports announcements. I, I don't actually have it. In it. Give me, uh, give me like two seconds. You can talk about something while I while I bring this. Sure, sure. I'll just take the next question. Yeah, for sure. Does this mean that Hearthstone is declining or failing? Uh, once again, this is like you put that in there. That's a lot of questions like, why do you put, like, you're just setting yourself up, right? Um, current scope of Hearthstone Esports is separate from the success of Hearthstone. We are thrilled with the upcoming plans for the game and can't wait for players to get to see what is being worked on in the years to come. Like, yeah, that's that's all good and well, but, like, in, like that's, that doesn't feel right you're on a post You're kind of roboting me. I don't know why. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, okay. Oh, you can uh, actually change that at will? Okay. Yeah, that's better. No, 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 no. I just stopped talking and then... But I'm good now? Or... Uh, you're, you're decent enough. Go for it. Okay, that's weird. Uh, but yeah, like I said, that, that question feels like it, it shouldn't really be there. Whereas, like, does this mean that Artzone is declining, failing? Because, like, that, that is almost the... Um, like yeah, I mean the competitive aspect of it is absolutely declining or failing when when you're cutting back like this. Um, but yeah, of course, it, it's it's a nice answer. Uh, do you want to take over with the thing you were looking for, or I keep going? You haven't found it? No, Pepe hands. <laughs> All right, that's fine. <laughs> Uh, third party invites for Master Tour events. It's not relevant. I really don't want to do too much Master right, Tour stuff. It's right. just BGs. Whatever. I'll, I'll look. I'll look at it. Uh, I'll look at it later. Let Let's just continue this. I I I know uh, what I was saying. So okay, last year, regardless, regardless of what, last year the prize pool total was three million. Actually, that's sure. Uh, it was it was two fifty two million five hundred for instructed, and then we had the five hundred thousand prize pool. They've downsized it all the way where Constructor is now getting 500,000 and uh, Battlegrounds is getting 150. So we're going, we're going, we're, we're basically getting like a third of what we had last year while Constructor is getting a fifth, right? Like they go from 2.5 yeah. all owned. And that, that's, that's such a drastic drop from year, year over year, right? Like, can you, can you imagine like, oh, 20%? Yeah. So I think that in Mijis, there were very few, if any, true pro players, right? That said, like, okay, I just, I grind for Love Legends. I make my money from Love Legends. I don't do anything. I focus on that. I know that was a big part of what you did. Uh, but we have a lot of those in standard, right? right. Players were actually just, I'm just about it for the game. 
I just want to do well in events. I just want to do well in tournaments. And I want to make my money. And like you, like me, yeah, my Twitter, I don't even really follow standard players, but obviously like through uh, friends of friends, friends like right, my right. timeline is full of people saying I'm retiring. And of course, like, you cannot make a living off this more. Like I wouldn't recommend making a living off EDs even last year. Um, but like from standard, there were, there were a decent amount of people that were doing that. Because like you said, there was a, what went up in the price pool for standard. And yeah, if you're gonna cut that down um, to fifth, then yeah, that's, that's that's a very good reason to retire. Because <laughs> it's not only like this year; it's like okay, how bad is next year gonna be? So it's it's just time to get out for a lot of professional uh, constructed players. Yeah, I mean it's it's true. Like it's it's really hard to if you're a, comp- a professional player constructed this year for you to like look at this and be like this is doable like eight eight people are gonna you know make any money <laughs> like, eight, <laughs> actually, like eight people are gonna make money everyone else is making zero dollars like basically right oh. so and interrupt me when i'm got the robot by the way right like just you you talk if, if it hasn't been fixed yet okay it's it's good right now but uh it, okay. it was it was pretty robot-y while last time did the round um but um okay let's let's just continue can we can i co-stream or repross the, the master store lobby legends for we could do this last year so i'd be surprised if this changes and this doesn't cost them any money right so i wasn't like expecting yeah them to um it's like a skip right it's like sure you can still stream it yeah you can still stream it right this question does this mean hearthstone esports being canceled in 2024 like how can you ask this question like how how can you put this down like, why is that in there yeah yeah, yeah. And the answer is also so bad. <laughs> like, we're not going to share. We don't have it. Like, not even some reassurance, right? Not even, like, okay, so I think one of the only reasons you put that question up there is if you have some reassurance. Right, right. Like, why? Like, if you don't have reassurance, don't put that shit in there. Like, is Hearthstone Esport going to be canceled? We can't say. That's not what you want to hear. You want to be like, no, we're going to be here for you. We're going to have something ready. Otherwise, don't put that shit in there, right? It's such a weird question to put in there with the answer that they provided. We can't tell, we can't share anything about the 20. It just, it just seems like they're saying, oh, it's being canceled. Like that's, that's what I take away. I, I don't really take away like that. Like, but that's, that's a feeling. I wouldn't be surprised if you got out of that question. Like, we're canceling 2024. Like if, if you if you came out of that with that expectation, I'm like, I'm not like you're wrong. Like I'm not, like they they haven't given us anything to go off of. It's just such a weird question I'm putting there. Um, is this because of low viewership from being exclusive to YouTube the last three years? Or like that is such Again, a why is that in there? Why is that in there? <laughs> That's like. Uh, did did uh did uh I feel like uh like did uh what's it called like a uh a player ask these questions <laughs> beforehand <laughs> like it's so pointed like it's so it it's actually questions like you would you would ask them right like if you if you could like is are these changes due to the lower viewership like that that is a realistic question to ask right um and. They, their answer wasn't like very good. Our goal is to balance the cost of running esports while taking into into account the size of the competitive community. But they didn't say no. 
right? Like, they didn't say no. Yeah, again, again, words were placed on that line. They did not answer the question, right? Words were placed on that line. There we go. It's the same, it's the same answer as what was it earlier? Um, we want to focus on one main one battlegrounds. Main, event, yeah, right. Right? Same thing there. You put words on that line, you didn't answer the question. Which once because obviously that's not a question you're gonna to want to answer. And I, I get that, right? Like not every company <laughs> wants to be answering those questions. Um, but if you're gonna put them up there as an FAQ, like answer them. If not, like yeah. Yeah, <sighs> right. And, and I, I'm sure, like to to answer it ourselves, I'm sure it impacted it, right? Like the the I mean, of course, yeah, of course. right. <laughs> but, so for for those of you who don't know, they were offered a lot of money from is Google on YouTube? I don't know, like whatever YouTube, right? Like right. offered them a lot of money to move their business there instead of Twitch, become exclusive for like what three years three or so. Years, yeah. And now that contract is running out, and now they're surprise, surprise, going to be back on Twitch. So yeah, that would that was that must have looked great for their quarterly. Uh -huh. <laughs> it was, it, like, it was a, fantastic. That was a fantastic quarterly report where it was like, you know what, we have this insane spike in revenue by moving to YouTube. But yeah, obviously you're going to damage your long-term prospects. But I don't even know if it's the same person in charge three years later. So it has problems for the next guy, you know. Right. So. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, again, right? That's that's just what it feels like, and it's it's so frustrating to just see this, um, yeah, this this competitive scene being torn apart, torn to pieces. All right. Uh, now that Hearthstone Esports can be on Twitch, why not increase funding to bring players back? That's a great question. <laughs> These questions are great. <laughs> yeah, the questions are amazing. The questions. I have no problem with the questions, we guys. So, yeah. Uh, we're excited for the Masters Tour to be back on Twitch after three years, and we're eager to see what our audience there is like. The new program is, si is sized for sustainability as Hearthstone Esports turn turns 10. So basically, they're saying, like, we don't know what the viewership's going to look like this year, uh, even, even though we're back on Twitch. So we're just, we're just being as safe as possible, not really increasing funding because we don't know. Well, it's, 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 it's not just that we're going to wait and see. Right there's that line again. It's sized for sustainability. That implies that they have no um, intention of intention of increasing it as well. So this is not let's wait and see, see if it does well on Twitch, and then let's 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 expand. Once again, like maybe that is implied, right? But I, I really that that word for sized for sustainability that is just we don't want to spend a lot of money on it. And yeah, okay, whatever, fair here, maybe. For some, you know, like that, that requires a heavy dose of copium, right? But like it does, it magically does really well on Twitch. And oh, they're yeah, like, okay, yeah. it oh, makes yeah. sense. I don't have copium. You know, we don't have that much copium. <laughs> we don't have that kind of copium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, next question Is the price per reduction because of NetEase as a Chinese sponsor publisher? I actually don't think this is, I think this is like an actual true, like this answer is like mm -hmm. accurate. Mm -hmm. uh, no, we began evaluating the side of the program before we understood we weren't given a re. I agree with it. NetEase, as we share, we're committed to Chinese players and actively exploring alternatives to bring our games back to China in the future. So I had a, I had a big issue with this because even though they are exploring, they are exploring alternatives to bring the big games back in China, that's not going to happen in 2023. Like, I don't think the game is going to be back in, in China 2023. Probably 
earliest is 2024 and that's a whole year off right like the the people you're coming like like let's say the games come back it's not gonna look the same in china uh, after a year right like let's say i couldn't play hearthstone for a year and like and, and the next year I could play. Am I am I like a music? No, I'm, you've kicked me out. Like so, regardless, this the the landscape of China is forever changed. Like it's not going to be the same as it, and it's just such a big deal that you lose this this net ease and you couldn't immediately replace it. So even though you might get China China players back in the future it's not going to be the same landscape it's going to be very different and that's such a big uh loss of like player base and interest there so it's just going to be really really rough from that perspective and that's kind of how i look at it as well as like just being a, a player and and knowing that you could lose the the your your whole livelihood right if you're like uh any if you're doing any like casting or anything in that in that uh space like you could lose it like that it's just so bad all right Pretty rough one no, seems no. seems like a good uh oh you want to okay sure right the stat so, and this this is just like the status of players so play, yeah right, so play. players can't compete in um uh in oh they changed this um they changed this answer from yesterday actually this was not here yesterday actually uh or this answer was different Basically, unfortunately, why we'd like to invite them, the Gold Series Mainland's China's competitive Hearthstone program was run by the previous local publisher, which provided invites to the players to compete in Hearthstone programs outside mainland China. Due to the end of agreement, circumstances have changed. We've hoped to enable Chinese players to go as we find alternatives for bringing Hearthstone back. This answer was not this yesterday. I remember reading this yesterday. And oh. yeah, and it, it basically said, no, we can't. We can't do it. Or, or now they're saying we would like to, but uh, the way it's it's set up, uh, we don't have control of whether we we invite them or not. So I'd say this is a better answer from from last yesterday, where it's like no. <laughs> so, um, but but still, at the end of the day, Chinese players can't compete. So that's um, that's pretty rough, right, for all of them, right? They they don't have any access, right? You can't can't use like a VPN or anything like that to make it in, because that's what we were thinking. Like, oh, they could go on a VPN and and compete that way, but it looks like you just that's pretty rough. I mean, that's that's the overall Hearthstone announcement. It's like TL, like overall, it's restrictive. It's um, it's less tournaments, less uh, prizing overall. And it's harder to compete. Uh, and the first month is very, very important. How you or what chances you feel you have for the for the following tournament. So, any any final thoughts on that? You know, we've we've delved into. This? Yeah, yeah. I mean, just a really, really big reminder that the people that we interact with don't make these calls. So, people you tag on Twitter devs a bar just right. in general like alkali um they if they called the shots they would have probably made some very different decisions and they would have wanted it to be different even though they're not going to be able to say that of course um so yeah be very kind that's not their fault this is just pure business 
which is extremely frustrating. And I don't really want to be talking too much about it anymore anyway, because it is what it is. And I'm not someone that likes to waste a lot of energy um, trying to change something that's just not going to change. But it is sad because it didn't need to be this way, right? Sometimes you can look at something tragic and you say, well, that could not have been avoided. And that is just not the case here. Like this could have 100% been avoided. And yeah, that that is what hurts. Right? <sighs> yeah. I mean, it's it's definitely it's definitely going to make a lot of people reevaluate uh, how how they want to compete. Uh, definitely me and, and see how I want to do things moving forward. But it sucks because you know I do love Hearthstone the most yeah. of the and things like that, and it's still fun. And we're we're gonna talk about you know the changes in the. <laughs> but it's you know it still sucks like from a competitive aspect um a lot of players have been kicked out um and it it just rough to see so you know we have to i mean i felt like we had to talk about it this uh this week as it came out i just felt like it was too important to ignore but you know moving on we're still going to talk about bg and the ecosystem and like metas and stuff like that but still just this is a big deal for a lot of our friends, associates. Definitely wanted to talk. All right. We can move on finally. Hey, there's a hot... F oh, wait, that's the wrong... There's a hot fix, guys. Let's go. Hot fix in the game. They're changing things. Woo. Copium. I know. It's hard to, it's hard to move on. <laughs> no, I mean, it is a Battlegrounds podcast, right? So here we go. Yeah. Let's talk some Battlegrounds. Uh, but yeah, they, they wrote out a, a, a patch 25.2.1, server-side hotfix. So they did a couple of changes. Battlegrounds updates. So Scabs, Tess, Illidan, Tasman have been returned to the Battlegrounds pool. So Scabs, Tess, I, I don't know if they had a bug uh, in particular. Um, yeah, they um, like there, there was footage of like uh, Scabs taking a Putricide minion and then getting like a cart that turned him into Lord Nefarian or some shit. And then like the scabs changes heroes and he's gaining like 30 armor per turn. And like, there was a screenshot of a guy on like sitting on 250 armor. It's like it, it proper, proper, proper broke the game. Oh, okay. So, yeah. okay. There was some weird shit with stealing future side minions. Oh, okay. 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 So yeah. that explains that. And then Illidan and Tasman had this bug with uh horsey or Blanche, where if you kill the uh the blanche before yeah. the fight starts and then the soul splitter gives re the the reborn to blanche since it doesn't have reborn that reborn becomes a permanent enchantment for blanche and blanche just survives forever this yeah. infinite reborn because it's part of the like it's part of the enchantments now so you could do that extremely easy with illidan and tasman right because tasman you just kill it before the fight starts illidan you 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 go into a minion and it dies, right? So that was just like a crazy, crazy interaction that people were discussing before the patch came out. I want to throw that in there that, hey, the patch was before the patch came out. Like, people were like, what about this interaction? And uh, apparently they didn't catch it. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Yeah. It's crazy, dude. I don't know. They, there's not enough playtesters. 
Um, they're not going to cookie chemist their chroma wings. <laughs> there's, there's just they're not, not gonna, enough playtesters. They're not going to do it. Because the patch, they didn't even, like, the people that, that thought about this didn't even have to play with the cards. Like, they didn't even, they just were like, well, what if we do this? <laughs> and they're like, well, that, this, that works. So it's it's just so crazy. But yeah, uh, Illidan and Tess had that interaction that was just so stupid. And then Scabs and Tess had that stealing putricide minions that would just broke the game. Uh, Mirazon had the same thing, right, with putricide minions, right? So that, that had to be removed. Now, my best, my favorite news was Wasteland Assassin and Devourer of Souls have been re removed from Putricide's Hero yes. Power Pool. So, Wasteland Assassin was the 4-2, I believe, uh, Reborn Divine, was it Reborn Stealth? Reborn Stealth Minion. Yeah, um, you, get, you get the two best ones in one, right? Mm -hmm. Like, this is like the... Your guy's not dying. Package the yeah. stealth reborn. Stealth package. reborn is so disgusting. We're gonna hook you up. Your guy, your guy ain't dying. Package, right? That's like, ooh, nice. And then devour souls. We talked about it last week. This card was so stupid. They needed. <laughs> I was like, how can you allow this card in the game? It's all dog. What the hell? Did I, you did you get to do the poison blaster thing or not? I did not. No, I didn't. Oh, but uh, so stupid. I mean, I mean, I or we knew the card was stupid, Jerry. <laughs> Okay. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah like, venom, venom, I know, venom. Like right. you, like you win every fight. Right? Yeah, I know. Because you just have a bunch of tokens, right? And you just AOE poison, and then you have tokens that they don't. Yeah. <sighs> but yeah, that Maybe. that card is so. But we knew we knew that, right? Yeah. Like when we saw that announced, we're like, this will not stay in the pool. <laughs> no, there's no way. There's no way this is gonna stay. Yeah. Uh, I even told him. I told him before it. I was like, hey, dude, you removed them. <laughs> but you know, it's fine. I, they removed them pretty quickly, like three days out. Like, they, you know, so. Uh, Finger was on the trigger there. Yeah, yeah, for much. sure. Um, um, but in, in replace of that possessive Banshee, which is the 2-7 uh, buff Banshee, Headless Forsaken, which is the 2-2 two -two Reborn, and then the new minion Cursed Shadow, which is a tier 5, 7-5 Undead with Stealth. They've all been adding their minion pool to replace it. Obviously, they're not as strong as the ones that got removed. So it, it is a nerf to Putricide. I mean, which needed a nerf anyways, but yeah. Mm -hmm. um, then the following heroes have less armor. So Galakron and Toki have been moved to armor tier 1. This makes sense because they were able to get undead minions earlier than other people. And the meta is like, undead minions are good. So if you can get it earlier than other people, you, you win. So... Makes sense. They were they they got nerfed, and then uh, Drekthar, Graybull, Togwag have been moved to armor tier two. I don't know if they all had the same armor. I don't think they did. Um, Graybull had a lot of armor. Togwag was armor tier three, and Drekthar was like at least armor tier four or something. Okay. He was rocking quite a bit. So I mean, Drekthar, because like these are all things that 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 summon a lot, right? Graybull, right? You you get the taunt and the buff, and the Togwagger just steals. I don't know, like it's a good it's a good unit. And this hero has more armor, so Pyramid got nerfed, right? And uh, it makes sense that they're upping the armor. Uh, but overall, these are like crazy changes, right? They they haven't touched any undead cards, uh, but. It's well, it, apart from the future side stuff. Yeah, so apart from the future side stuff, but it's it's a step in the right direction, and, and this is a hot fix patch, so I don't think they can adjust like heavily the undead cards. Right, you kind of have to wait for an official patch to. Do. Um, mm -hmm. 
cool. Also, there's some like bug fixes, right? Discover effects could sometimes discover non battlegrounds cards. Like that seems thing, right? Like I, I don't know. Uh, you know, Blanche could get infinite reborn, right? Putricide cases could be tripled. The triples were failed experiments that lost some of their combined power. Yeah, so once you, yeah, if you triple the putricide creation, you lose all the enchantments. Like, pretty bad. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah. Forceless Refiner. Like, these are just some Battlegrounds bugs that you know, are going to happen with new cards being added into the pool. Um, yeah, the the Reborn, yeah, tripled minions would, would, would lose Reborn with uh, Mecha Jaraxxus. I, I experienced that one as well. Um, and then there's just like the overall meta discussion. Any, any, like, any thoughts on that in particular? We can definitely get started in that. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. So I, at the very, very beginning, I talked about how my day two was very different than my day one. For me, my general stance right now are that Undead are actually not very strong on average. And that it's really, um, if you, like a Nubarak is sort of the linchpin. Where if You're you do a not... Fan. Okay. Well, yeah, if you don't get early in Nubarak to pump up the damage, then both Sister kind of slaps a lot of health on you guys. But in, the, in an environment where people play like Magmalux and stuff, your shit just gets value traded out of the wazoo, right? So it's like, yeah, you get a lot of health there, you guys. I don't really care. So the sister scaling doesn't really matter if you don't have a lot of a new brag damage. So then apart from Putricite shenanigans, we're talking like really early Eternal Summoner and then hitting more of them and then having the Reborn or really early a Nubarak with Reborn and farm. I think I if you don't have those two things, Undeads on average are pretty weak. I, I want to first off say that a Nubrak is too good and needs a nerf. And there's no way it should give plus one, two attack. It's passive scaling crazy, uh, where you just have this on your board and you're scaling all your, all your minions, plus the minions you're summoning. They start summoning like 50 attack. It's like not okay. Definitely think this could be nerfed down to plus one attack, and even then, I'm not even sure that's balanced. Like, because like you, you just put a you put a a a, a Titus, and it, it's probably better. Like, it is probably better, um, for sure. But it's still like though for for sure the way it is right now, it's too. But I, I I'd say that undeads are in a little bit of a weird spot where when the shit comes together it's too strong but then on average it's pretty weak so then i'm not even sure what that looks like when you start tinkering and you say well, a new black you, only you, plus you could say it's too weak but that might be just because like magma locky you know cards like that is like too good and they also need a nerf you know what i mean like I, so. okay so i would say the big one is blanchy i don't know if you were going to talk about blanchy in terms of like non-undead compositions or yeah 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 it's stupid like i would say the vast that and chronodorma right chronodorma and blanche right. i think those two are absolutely bonkers i think so, okay i'm i'm I, the, the card i was thinking about but blanche is also undead uh like that one yeah 
That one kind well, of fits the undead. For, for me, it doesn't look like undead because it it doesn't go in my undead comps. If that makes oh, sense. I see what you're saying. So I I've won so many games now with just doing Theo. Theo and Blanche, right? Yeah. Theo, like you can even run two separate Blanches because you're different they're, types. They're both there. Yeah, yeah. One will count as an undead. One will count as a beast. And like you have a glow scale and you put a shield on that shit. I told you. I told you Naga Blanche. I I I, I called it. <laughs> it's so strong. I, I was. I had like a 190 health oh, divine shield blanche. Yeah, that revived. That's insane, right? Like, so you have a 190 health minion with divine shield that respawns, keeping its 190. Health, health. Yeah, we, and, and shield. It's so stupid. So, like that is that is so absolute. So that is, I feel like that is gonna be meta. Um, like when people catch on, it's just like buff blanche, and like you just you just make a bunch of stats. Like, okay, so I. I did the Anubarak thing one time today when I was able to get it early, and I even ran a Reborn Parrot, right, to just juice faster and faster and faster, and then I just played a bunch of tokens, and then it's really dumb, because you are making 50 attack tokens, and it's very hard to outscale that, but I think for the vast majority of cases, you don't get to do that, so then it's really safer to just, you know, like, play a Theodar, play Brand Magmalock, play Hogger or whatever, to just uh, make a lot of stats, and then play some... Either blaster or straight shot or whatever you can do to tech. Uh, cleave also works, right? I yeah, like a wind fury cleave. Really good, yeah, yeah we, and and you can mecha Jaraxxus, right for wind fury. So you, you can uh, even when Naga's around, you can do that. So yeah, essentially that's the um, that's that's my three day take. So three more days from now, I might say, oh well, and those are busted. But right now, that's that's sort of where I'm at. Um, where I feel like I'm winning the majority of my, the vast majority of my wins are not undead, where I just make good stats and the undead player doesn't get there. So, so that's that's true that undead is still like heavily contested. Uh, you know, you either have to high roll, and then also you don't have that like super, like I always win putricide player, right? Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, that, that's a big deal. Where it's a wild like. Card. Yeah, like if, if the Peter side does get like the two reborn summoners or whatever, right? It is still very difficult. Yeah. Um But now you're starting to see like undead, like you know, in in a in a more like realistic not not skewed by putricide in every game dominating that kind of thing. And you can start to see like some of the pitfalls where it's it's kinda hard to get the scaling online, right? If you if you don't have a new Barak, I feel like you are you are losing a lot of that like win con potential. Yeah, it feels um, like you're not playing undead if you don't have a new Barak. If you don't have a, yeah, uh, like yeah. you can run sister and sister can give you some scaling, but yeah. you end up like I think with sister alone you end up like second place even if you like high roll sisters. Like you and lose you to the, the 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 guy who scales like normally. Like you can have you can have two guys that are scaling, right? So you can you're not even guaranteed seconds. No, no, I, you, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about like high roll sister, like has everything. Um, uh, da, 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 like, so with some with some Anubarak proc as well. Yeah, so, yeah, some Anubarak procs. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. like, but not, yeah, like, yeah. not like not like Titus uh, Anubarak sure, golden sure. like, just like some some scale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, just, just, yeah. Because you do need to use some Anubarak procs to make up for the lack of damage. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I can see that. Uh, but yeah, like the the Millhouse, the Gallywix is yeah. just gonna punch you. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, hey, this is my 200, 200 master realities, donk. Yeah, and and you can you can also just win with Eternal Summoners, 
but it's not the eternal it's not the eternal night scaling that gets you right it's the fact yeah. that this thing summons three minions or or um, well which, has juice yeah for it. right yeah so like they they might have like 10 health but they have like 70 attack right? <laughs> and they're just like smashing yeah, yeah. you but again, it comes back to that one card, right? That's why I said it's a linchpin. I think without a Nubrak, you're not really playing Undead. Or at least you shouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, another thing I found annoying is like uh, Titus with um, the... What's that one card called? With the Forsaken, the Handless Forsaken. Uh, yeah. Right when when you have tires with this thing summons two of them and they they both have reborn right like mm -hmm. I, I'm just like dude there's too many procs right when they have a new rack summons with the Titus with this card it like it just feels like it goes on forever I'm just like oh my god here's another fifty attack you know hand oh there's it's hand reborn oh there's another hand because they summoned two with the Titus I'm just like stop it like it just kept going I'm just like oh my god like I'm not I don't know and like this card isn't the problem. It's just like a, it's just like with Titus, I find it so annoying because it like it, it feels like it never ends because you know at the back they also have like yeah, the eternal. It's got a lot of stuff in yeah. there for sure. But that's that's definitely your thing where that's that's the one you don't want to get uh, straight arrows or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, I hope you don't like yeah. Also, go of the feast, right? Like, why is it plus three attack? Like, obviously oh, this, this card yeah. is like so stupid. Like, you could make it plus two attack and it's still broken. You know what I mean? Like, it's, sure, <laughs> this sure. card is insane. Uh, it's it you don't you don't win like it's not a, it's not a win con but like the early tempo you get this especially with Rad Pack dude ah yeah. man you take fifteen every time like this card makes you take fifteen too much like too often it, I, I, it just allows you to power level like crazy yeah so it just sets you up to find the Theodore or the early Nubarak or so I uh, definitely not a fan I'm still down with Soul Splitter not having Reborn itself like I'm still happy that a change like that. Yeah, I mean, the more I play, the more I'm just like, yeah, I, I do feel like undeads are kind of weak. So it is. Uh... Katie, you're 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 okay. Let's say we remove Blanche. You wouldn't say that. <laughs> you know, I mean, you'd be like, oh, I mean, yeah. no, I, I think you'd still be perfectly fine to play uh, play Theodore and outstat or because. Right now, Magma Lock plus uh, Master of Realities is also just like yeah. stupid. Yeah, Magma Lock is so. When you were saying, "Oh, the card we talked about the same card," I thought you were going to talk about Magma Lock. That was the oh, card. Yeah, that was the Magma card I was going to talk about. Like, I think this card is so strong. It's also very good. Okay, but what, 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 let's let's just talk about the other one, right? In terms of uh, stats, because okay, so if we if we would remove Blanche, remove Magma Lock, and also remove Chronodormu, I can see it where Undeads are too strong all of a sudden. But the amount of times where I make obscenely large Chronodormus is just, oh my god. Because there's so much bullshit you can do where um, there's there's so much fluff that you can throw on top of the Chronodormu. So you can Uther shit, you can use Ball of Minions, you can throw triples at it, you can throw your 6-6 six, six from Golden Monkey at it. Um, usually when I see a Chronodormu, I usually sell down to two minions or so. And then I just rebuild. Because right now in this meta, there's not a ton of Leroy Manta out there, so you don't really get punished. And there's not a and... lot of synergy with having a like. You don't need synergy, I guess, on your board. You just need big things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I will say that my goal is almost always Theo, so it's just perfect, right? Just this big dragon, and then you can do whatever. So like, ideally, I already have a Theo, and I'll just keep like Blanche, Chronodorma, Theo. That's it, and then I'll just rebuild. It's very easy, right? You just take one third type. 
a brand or whatever crap. And uh, I had like one game where I was Tess and somebody had two of these on the board, my hero power, two of them appear in the shop. And I was able to juice them up both to 250, 250. Oh, they, oh, right. They both get it. Oh, that's they so, both gain it at the same dumb. time. That's so Absolutely dumb. So if you, if you're, if you're Tess and you can ever see anyone with two of these on the board, you have almost immediately unlimited stats. So that's, that's, I think this card is probably the main thing that allows me to sort of just crush undead because that's why I said like, oh, you don't have 50 damage tokens. Like you just don't get there, bro. Like I've got a big ass dragon in the back. I've got a big ass horse that reborns with a lot of health when it comes back. Because like even just like Bran with a Banshee and a Blanchy, that's like 14, that's 28 effective health off one card. That's <laughs> pretty dumb. Uh, so yeah, like Jug with Theo, um, even Taunting the Blanchy, right, with the 2-6 is usually okay because you don't read as a dead, you're a menagerie, so people don't really straight shot you. Right, right. So there's there's tons of things. So yeah, most of my games, I just end up tanking the undead players where I'm too big. And that's mostly because of Chronodorma. If dragons are out, it's a harder thing to do. And um, yeah, like you can do it, right? But you would need the engine of like, you know, two Magba locks, Master of Reality. So generally, if I'm going into a lobby, I'll look at the types, right? Like dragons in, Murlocs in, Elementals in. For me, that's very rare that I'll play Undead. Maybe I'll take a five. Why Murlocs in? So Murlocs is a big part of Magma Lock as well, because you can do you yeah. were talking like you don't play Magma Lock at all. Now I hear you're like, oh yeah, Magma. Oh right, I know. I, I mean, yeah. Sorry, I should I should have played it. I should have made it a little bit more clear. But yeah, if I can play Magma Lock in a stat comp, I'll play Magma. Lock okay, 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 okay. Yeah, I was. You were like, yeah. oh, it's just Blanche and Chromat on Norway. And then here, I hear you. Yeah, like, no, those are those are on my board as well. <laughs> they obviously work exceptionally well with Master of Reality. So for anyone who doesn't know Magma Lock, it's like a major domu. But it buffs itself, and it's not every elemental plate; it's every card plate or every minion plate, right. not card. So, like coins and gems don't count. But um, you know, you have Bran. You play Primal Fin. The Primal Fin pulls a tad. You like play card, play card, play card. Mirazant, Tavern Tempest, cycle, 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 cycle. So at the end of Galliwicks and with Millhouse is crazy. Like it's so crazy. Like with with Millhouse, I was able to get like a four hundred health Bran. Because I just made such huge ball of minions. <laughs> it's because I just popped the fuck off, right? Because like that Banshee card, you could throw it on ball, right? So that's like 14 health on a ball of minions. <laughs> so imagine if your mill has that's like one gold plus 14 HP on the ball of minions. Yep, next, right? Just keep going. So um I yeah, so so my my original point was like elementals, murlocs, dragons, if that is in, it's very easy to just build a bunch of stats because you have uh, many opportunities for magma lock. It can come from Tavern Tempest. It can come from Primal Fin. It benefits from both of those. Dragons are in for the Chrono Dormu. And then, uh, yeah, the elemental murloc package. So the um, the go to six and then have Seafood Chef, you can still make a golden magma lock so it scales faster. You can still make a golden ball. You can still make golden primal fin. There's still lots of Why things. Why is Seafood even... still in? I honestly think Yeah, exactly. Stupid, a like, lot of stuff. I think right now it's fine because, as, as you mentioned, there are a ton of undead players. And I think if we remove all the cards I just talked about, it is hard to outstat them because a few Anubarak procs will still be pretty damn annoying. A few summoners are still pretty damn annoying. But there's a lot of times where I play against them and I'm just like, yeah, like 20 damage tokens. That ain't it, bro. It's not enough. Yeah. Like, you need more. They got this like 300 health dragon in the back chilling. You got to have to do better than that. 
So it's uh, it's quite refreshing right now, but the meta, I think, is adjusting. There's less players just mindlessly forcing undead. There's still enough of them to farm them, but there's uh, yeah, there's definitely a bit of a change. I definitely lose to stat players um, quite often where I see someone doing the same thing, where I'm just like, oh, yeah, you're like like some some Greta uh, Golden Atissa board, for instance, oh, right? Yeah, that, that yeah. I've lost that. that that's yeah. the... <laughs> Greta, Greta Golden Atissa, very good. Because Greta's a Naga as well, so she could be one of your three Nagas. I've so also can, won can... with that too, actually. Lost yeah. Lost one with that, yeah. That's... <clears throat> your Reborn Poison creation would be you. Well, they, they removed that... Um... That guy that absorbs all the death rattles, right? And even if you have reborn poison, um, Blanche with divine shield would like to have a conversation with you. Because <laughs> Blanche, a lot of conversation. Yeah, Blanche, she's, she's very popular. She's like, honestly, three quarters of my games, uh, chat can just hear me say, okay, I'm rolling for Blanche because <laughs> it's like the perfect minion for my situation. So, yeah, I, I, this is, I triple into fives a decent amount as well because. Getting, uh, like, let's say everything is in, right? You can hit Master, you can hit Hogger, you can hit Blanche, you can hit a Nubarak, you can hit um, Brand, right, for, like, the Magma Lock setup. So there's there's a lot of stuff you can get. Um, obviously, if you are healthy enough to go straight into the 6 and then you're on 5, great. But I don't hate taking A5 if the money is, like, awkward or so for a 6 it. or yeah, like, I've, I've just come to the conclusion that there's enough stuff. Um, but depending on the lobby, right? Depends on what's in. And and just because a Nubarak's a wild card, right? Like, that's always, like, an insane hit. So if you Nubarak early, you triple into that. Especially if you can get, like, a Parrot or a Soul Splitter um, to really juice up that attack. Anyways, general gist. That, that's it for me. It's like, I, I tend to not go undead unless I get the Nubarak. And then I push um, push for a ton of ton of stats sounds good um i i don't know how, i don't have any just i just uh i just play how it feels i definitely think um like maybe like i i'm i'm sure they're gonna adjust undeads right and i think after the adjustment we'll see like more problems with the cards right because like because <laughs> right yeah. now like I would say like Magma Lock's too good. I would say Blanche's too good. I would say uh, Chroma Cornorma a problem. Like I don't know about too good, but it's definitely a problem card. I don't know how I don't know how to change it. Right? Like that's, that's I, the I I would say if the meta changes and people are more into Leroy Queen again, it becomes much more manageable. Yeah, but there's always the undead player fucking you over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> that's, like, that's what I that's what I mean. If the meta changes, right? So. I think if they nerf Undead, it actually becomes this like pretty damn weak type. So I'm not sure how they're gonna do it. Um, but but anyways, like the um, I, I I get the point, right? Like if like especially in the current environment where yeah. people, whether it's strong or not, people are playing it. So you don't really want Leroy Queen on your board unless, of course, you inspected the lobby. Because I've had some lobbies where it's like top five, no Undead. Yeah, yeah, me and too. And I'm like always like surprised. I'm like, what? They're learning, right? <laughs> I'm like, they're learning. They they didn't get a new bracket and they're not playing Undead. So yeah, they're, they're learning. So yeah, there are certain lobbies where I'm running two Queens and I'm just like, well, I know I know how this works. I've, so I've, never, I've, I've never played a uh, Leroy though. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. I've yeah, never no, I've, done that. That's not me. I've, I've, that's, I mean... I, I, especially with Theo, right? I've got all the excuse in the world to buy a Leroy. Yeah, so. you're, you're, yeah, you golden Theo. And you're like, oh, I'm, a, I'm a Theo enthusiast, yeah, for sure. Theo works right here. Like, oh, 
like, oh, Leroy's the jug and, you know, might kill some things, great. Well, but will kill something, might kill something good. Yeah. I've played I've played Leroy to buff with my Theo and then sold it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that happens. That happens. <laughs> if you're against the dead, the, that shit is a jug. Worse than a jug, good. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I definitely think um, these cards are definitely going to be a this first patch. Then. Yeah. Maybe next. Oh, week. Maybe, maybe, I mean, all of them. All I right. don't trust. I don't trust. All right, all <laughs> of them. <laughs> so that that is indeed going to create a situation where I I do think that you know if you're creating a stat comp, like the difference between somebody having a Blanche and buffing a Blanche and not is just so big. So big. Like because there's like that first wave of Leroy Queen and Poison, but then after it comes back, it still has all its health. So it just cleans up, like especially with the uh, the glow scale, right? It's so good. So yeah, I do I do think it creates this situation of who got the Blanche when they were buffing and who didn't. Um, also, I, quite I, fun. I love it. Yeah. We're talking about the next meta already. Like yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't wouldn't be very exciting if we were just talking about this meta. That seems it's obvious, right? It's we're, here. We're already moved on from like we're like, oh, what's the next meta? Like, like you know, this Blanche meta. Like you're talking like we're playing into it. <laughs> we don't even. Which is also so funny, right? Because I'm I'm streaming quite a bit, and the amount of comments I get are like. Well, you can't play anything from undead. Like, oh, you're kind of throwing. You don't have any undead units on your board. <laughs> and it's it's so much easier for people to just have that on switch. But it's like, all right, just force undead. Well, undead. it's because it's simpler, yeah. right? And that's how people like to. Play. It's it's simpler, but it's it's also just it's it's a little exhausting for me to have to point out every time. Like, no, it's actually on average not that good. Yeah, their top end is sick, right? Not yeah, they argue beat with me that. this time, but like next time, you're not that good. Well, not not only that, because you can have, let's say, let seventy five percent of the lobby winners are undead. That means it can still be a bad meta pick, because yeah, like one guy gets the shit and wins, but like the five other guys that tried get like bottom yeah, five. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's bad MMR. It does not a good deal. So uh, we saw this as well during the um, like Doomsayer meta, where people were playing a lot of frogs. So many people like pushing for frogs. There's like four guys in the bottom four forcing frogs, and one guy makes it out. One guy makes MMR. Four people lose MMR. It's like, are, like, and then people have this idea like frogs are overpowered or insane. I'm just like, no, it's actually a really bad pick for your MMR. If you want to climb, probably don't play. You know, unless it's handed to you, right? Same with Undead. You get that early in Uberac with a Soul Spitter, of course. Slam dunk, go for it. It's broken. Uh, but I think if you don't have that case and you're not a putricide or so, I think think twice, right? See if there's anything else you can do because. In the end, the, the vast majority of undead boards I beat, they just have some random reborn shit. And you're like, why are you reborning? Because <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's fun. Like, That's what they told me to do, Shady. Yeah, That's like, what they, they told they, me. They, I was watching like, the stream and you thought do it. And I did it. Sometimes I see this hand who's like summoning an actual two to it. I'm like, it's turn 11, man. Let's shit this. <laughs> I got tickled for six in total by your unit. Oh, no. Right? It's just, yeah, they have undeads on their board, but they don't do anything. Uh, whatever. Uh, don't have to keep uh, going on fair about enough, it. That's fair. All right. I think uh, we've covered a lot. Any, any, anything else? Any other meta mm, No, I think we've uh, touched on this and, and the potential next meta, right? With the the race to Blanche right. uh, <laughs> when you're buffing. Um, 
I think yeah. there's still like um, like Buster Exodia is also cool. Like if you can I, pull that I up. haven't seen that at all. Uh, you, I uh, see Buster with Fell Stomper. Sure, sure, but it's just like if you can run the Blaster Baron, you kind of by default eliminate a lot of boards, right? Because a lot of boards haven't been able to play around that yet. So I think if you can do Mech Exodia, it's also very good. Well, I haven't seen it at all. So, I, I Shuva had it and demoted profusely when <laughs> he destroyed me with it. So <laughs> it's fresh on my mind from this morning. Okay, that that explains. It. Yeah. Just got destroyed. Just got absolutely wrecked by it. Yeah. Nice Fair little enough. buster. Fair enough. Well, yeah, that's um. That is the meta discussion. We'll see how it changes over the next coming weeks. Definitely think they should have a patch. Like I would, would be surprised we don't have a a patch nerfing some cards. But yeah, definitely the ones to look out for is the Indubrak nerf. Hopefully, um, and then Go the Feast. I think is a problem as well as Eternal Summoner. But whatever. yeah, Eternal. In the context of being like a Nubarak fodder, or yeah, yeah, and and, yeah, and, and like you can't just get like a thirty health like summon five copies. Yeah, if you, if you get it if you get it early, it can yeah, be upset. Yeah, it's, but it's, it's most but, of the time it's pure sides, right? When I see people doing summoner stuff. Yeah, when it yeah, I I, I just think like if you get two knights early, it's 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 still like it's and you yeah, still scale yeah. it too cleanly. That's why I, I want to. Tier three card, right? So you can't get the two one, early. One's kind of whatever, right? Yeah, one like is one, whatever, yeah. But two early, it's just like, oh, it's like Paranites is very good. I agree with that. If you roll a Paranites, that's that shit's so free. That's yeah. that's way too yeah, it's too it's too clean. So I I, I would like it harder to, if you make it a tier three, it's just harder to do. That's that's something I'm okay. All right. That's I think that's good it. One. Yeah, yeah. We actually oh, yeah. under two hours. Who would have thought? Good I shit. Well done us. Yeah. <laughs> Pat on the back. <laughs> uh hopefully next one will be more uh meta focused. But you know, we did cover a little bit of meta this week. Uh but yeah, overall, you know, rough day yesterday. We'll see how it feels. We like what if they change some things? You know, maybe maybe they hear our feedback. You know, maybe you copium. know they 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 change some things. Pat this man some copium. <laughs> I know I'm sniffing it. I, I said I wasn't, but I, you know, after the stream, I'm sniffing a little bit. <laughs> no, but yeah, I mean, we'll have to see. Hopefully, it, uh, hopefully things look better in coming weeks. Other than that, thank you guys for joining us here. We'll see you guys later. Send us feedback at HSGB pod, HSBG Podcast at gmail.com. Find us on YouTube and Twitter and Twitch. Uh, educated underscore Collins and Shady Bunny Live. Take care of yourselves. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Have a wonderful, fantastic rest of the week. See you guys.